1: The DNVR Rockies podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're absolutely fantastic. They treat you like family. They give you world-class dental care. If you need anything done with your teeth, just a checkup to anything major, you should check out our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group, longtime supporters of DNVR, back before we were even DNVR. They're great. They help us out. They're located just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver in the Lakewood area. They'll take care of you. They'll talk to you about sports, which is always fun. They can make going to the dentist a lot less stressful. Or for those of you that don't find it stressful, they can just make it a lot more efficient, give you the care you need. And they'll hook you up with that free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule your cleaning, x-ray, and exam today. So if you need any work done, you got a couple of questions, anything having to do with your teeth, check out our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. He's podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll save 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And on this episode, the Colorado Rockies win their final home series of 2021, taking the rubber match on a very cold and rainy and (laughs) frustrating Wednesday afternoon where we had two hours in the middle of it uh, that was not pleasant and uh, several random things, but still the Rockies do manage to finish this season that really was all about how dominant they were at home, looking rough there for a minute, losing to the Dodgers and the Giants. They win their final home series. Okay, win their final home game. It would have, been, it would have felt weird if they hadn't. It, it felt weird that they did. The whole game felt weird, but they win their final home set against a team they should beat. Send the fans home happy.
0: As happy as they could possibly be. Uh, given the circumstances of, of Trevor's story, we, we just got off a Zoom call about it. And uh, I'm, I'm a little speechless myself. It was uh, a little emotional, Trev appeared to be quite emotional and you know he went out and, and had a at a Trevor Story type game didn't have an extra base hit but went four for four <laughs> had like a walk kind of couple infield hits it runs.
1: Was, even in even that was in kind of a weird way right this whole sure. thing was oh, kind of strange game yeah, was those. really weird yeah I just
0: can't uh get the image of him with red eyes out of my head but very odd strange way to end a season at least the Rockies still went around and said goodbye and they did their their lap around the field but it seemed like the it season was
1: wouldn't end freezing out there i was i was shocked that they did that oh i like no not not shocked i actually kind of figured that they would but there's part of me that thought well this, will this be one of the very few times we don't see them go and do this on fan appreciation night it was Freezing. We'd been. It's like seven o'clock in the evening. The game started at one. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> right. There's all this it's stuff, strange. You know, it, the, the whole thing was a bit strange. And all the of netting. It was weird. The netting
0: is new because that was added. Oh, right. After the 2019 season. Right. So that was kind of the first time. But fans were still able to get up close. Players were still able to throw baseballs into the stands. You know. Uh, we're going to be talking about him a lot, I'm sure. Trevor's Story, you know, after he went into the dugout, grabbed as much of his own merchandise as – or his, 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 his items. <laughs> no, it's I his merch. It. But it does, it's merch. He didn't sell it. He <laughs> gave it away. Batting gloves, uh, baseball bats. He even gave the, the cap off of his head to someone a, as a gesture. And, and I love, you know, seeing the players give their respects to the grounds crew at Coors Field who allowed them to get this in because – yeah, Boy. the Nationals and Rockies had off tomorrow. Like, that's an element of this, too. You go, they could have postponed could have. it, and you're like, oh, postponing the inevitable. This this is like the season <laughs> that right. started off Take on such off, an awful note already. with the Arenado trade. And yeah. are they going to lose 100 games? No, they actually play a lot better than that. Are they going to trade Trevor's story? They probably should. Then they don't, and then he sticks around. It, it's it's like it would never end almost yeah for better or worse at different times there were so many ebbs and flows but they got it in and the weather held off i mean
1: it didn't for two hours didn't we have <laughs> the, the the 2019 finale was like that too right where it was a game that just would not end and then sam hilliard hit that home run it was extra innings it against the extras. Brewers. Yeah. yeah i think he's, he scored on a wild pitch the brewers eventually lost that game on purpose because they had to get to washington to play a baseball game that they would eventually lose but i was like man uh yeah this kind of felt like that and and i was honestly really hoping that once the game became official sure it helped that the Rockies scored like four runs in the bottom of the fifth or whatever it was so like the game became official i was like okay the rain can come back now because i'm ready to go but then of course they had to play the whole damn thing um you mentioned it let's do a little more let's mention of course that he is we could look we could have gone Ryan McMahon probably had a little more to do with the win today and and with the big home run early Uh, though you weren't going to give it to a pitcher but look given the game he had the draft king of the game wasn't going to be anyone other than Trevor Story with the four for four three run performance also drew a walk in there so did not make an out today Uh, yeah two of his hits you maybe could have well, one of them you could have ruled an error. The other one was definitely just an infield single. Uh, well, I like that. Again, but, that's his
0: legs, right?
1: Well, that's yeah, the he speed was element that he brings. Every different element of his game. Even his throws today looked a little bit crisper. I did think on the first infield hit, I was like, man, that's the fastest he's gotten up the line all year. It was clear he wanted to leave a, a good impression, a good final impression if it ends up being that uh, in the fans, uh, uh, in the eyes of Colorado Rockies fans. So you appreciate it. Yeah, seeing him go out there playing all out. His last at-bat because I was
0: filming every pitch of it because you never know if magic is going to happen. you got to be ready for it. That at-bat took a very long time <laughs> on, on did, six yeah. pitches. And, you know, I thought intense. it was the, the Nationals pitchers. We were talking with, with some of their beat reporters and, and how their relievers can take so long, which was true of a lot of different at-bats. But it was also Trev really catching his breath, Getting back in the box, he wanted to make something of it. He mentioned exactly that after the game. And really trying to go out on the highest of high notes. As it, as it were, Eric Fetty did not give him a, a pitch to hit there. Probably expanded the zone a little bit on the 3-1 pitch. Yeah. But he wanted, not for him, it's for the fans. It's for you guys out there. He wanted to give you that memory. And that's, that's Trevor's story. Yeah. The guy who loves his fans and wants to give back to
1: them. He wanted that stolen base too. And I got to say, if ever, if look, if this was a New York thing, if this was, I get to play this card. This is one time I'll play this card on this show. He's playing the, no one respects us card. One time this show, if this was New York or Chicago or LA, I don't care how far those teams were out of it or whatever. This would be a big story that this would be one of those things that would get more people talking about something. We all agree is stupid. Which is the he popped off the bag for a half a second, and everyone knew that he beat the throw and he beat the tag and all that. But because story maybe, and I had a lot of people going, that's tough to overturn on review. And I agree that was that was an interesting one. But it would have been his twentieth stolen base this year, giving him a twenty twenty season, and it would have been the hundredth stolen base of his career. And to see it get overturned on that nonsense, get
0: out of here! But one more it would have been his third 2020 season and it, he yeah. would have joined a group of players who did it three times within their first six seasons. I'll probably forget some of the guys' mm, names, okay. but we're talking about the class of Willie Mays, yeah. Barry Bonds, Daryl Strawberry, Ryan Braun, Mike Trout. Oh, wow. Three 2020 seasons. Yeah. So that, and he can still do Before, that. Yeah. he still just needs the one more. I was going to say, there's three, he's three more games. Get he, he'll get also that. Also the, the pitcher at the time, Threw over to first base at least twice, several times, several it was times. At least twice because you knew he wanted to go. Charlie was on third base. The so second base was open. Yeah, and you know what? There, I can't remember what it was, but but you know, you have a statistic that you. Oh, I know what it was. Unforced error. Oh, yes. The, the idea with, with defensive players and how there should be different degrees, almost like how now in, in football they, they talk about tipped interceptions versus just a straight yes. up one. Yes. There should be something like that with stolen bases where you got in, but then if you, again, if yeah. your hand comes off, you overslid. It's not just. You know, it's not a bang bang play it's like you get to overrun not a first base, cot stealing. Right. And right. so, for that reason, I'm okay with you know us not having not that popping off the bag. <laughs> differentiation. Yeah. But maybe eventually, at some point, that could be like a statistic, or that can be something that gets tracked and say, well, you got to the bag first, but you again you overslid, you came off. There'll be a lot of those with you know the neighborhood double plays yep. where you kind of came off the bag slightly. So I'm sure teams are tracking certain things like that. But you're right that. That's a bummer that he wasn't able to get that at home. He still has three more games to do it. And with a a victory in the next three, we're talking about milestones, but Black now has 997 career wins as a manager. They sweep in Arizona,
1: 1,000. 1,000. How cool would that be? That's not bad. That's not so bad. That would be pretty cool. Also, I loved how... Blatant and obvious it was that everyone involved was trying to get Trevor's story that stolen base. Obviously, um, you know, except like, like Dan National, except except the Nats. Come National, on, get on board. Come here. on, Nats. I'm going to the review. Don't review that even. But and they didn't throw um, him a cookie. I was like, you got to throw yeah, Trevor a cookie here. Uh, Smart up like those pitchers. Go back and watch. No one's going to do this. Go back and watch the stolen base attempt again and watch how much CJ Crone was not going to swing at that pitch. It could have been right down the middle. It could have stopped. And sat on a tee, and C.J. Crone would have let Trevor Story take the bag
0: because that's a veteran that obviously understands what's happening. What's yeah, and and you know if we want to talk about veterans, talking about the the captain of the Rockies, Charlie Blackman. You know the game starts out with Trevor Story going out onto the field by himself for nearly a full that was minute. Cool. That was how cool. how beautiful was that? Yeah, that. I mean, that just gives you all the feels. Trevor said exactly that. Charlie's usually the first one that goes out. He said, ah, Trev, you know what? Why don't you go out first? That's all he this. said. Probably just slipped in there at the last yeah. second. Trev, take us out. And they're all getting ready to go. Trev goes out. Charlie holds throws his back. hands out. We're going to hold back here a second, guys. Trev yeah. said, Charlie got me on that. Yeah. He, he got me. He, he set me up on that nice. Yeah. And... Man, if that doesn't tell you all you need to know about how tight those guys are, how close-knit, two Southern boys, right, one from Texas, one from Georgia, you know, they've got a lot in common that we know, they've been teammates for so long, and, you know, most guys who've been together for six-plus years like that, they're going to be pretty close, but those are two guys that are incredibly close. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a special relationship between the two of them. It really, really is. And so it's nice that they got to have that moment. And and if this is, and, and I will say it probably is, uh, Trevor Story's last home game at, at Coors Field. I, I think the you know the, the teammates did right by him. It was a little bit rough. I saw some people, by the way, congratulations on your viral video. But I saw, I saw some people, uh, that, that video getting shared around kind of nationally. And in some comments, there, it was kind of funny, you know, people pointing out the You know, the kind of empty crowd out there today. And first of all, a lot of teams who were out of it had a lot worse final day crowds on days that were a lot, lot nicer. It was freezing ass cold out there today. Wednesday day game. Wednesday day game, which is not the Rockies' fault. That's really the biggest scheduling The the Nationals, okay, that's not helping you. Right. but But Wednesday day game. I will say this: Rockies fans showed out these last six days. The the weekend series, Walker weekend, and even as much as it was a sparse crowd today, man, they were hardcore. And I'll tell you this: every single one of them that stayed through the rain delay, who wasn't a Nationals fan, because there were a few Nats fans who clearly just you made the trip out. Where are you going to go? Back to the hotel? You're there with your team. But everyone, Tip your cap, everyone who stayed through. Standing ovation for every single one of Trevor's stories at-bats for everything that he did and understanding a recognition of what was going on. I, I mentioned that throughout the Giants series, I actually thought the crowd was incredible and more pro-Rockies than I was expecting them to be. Uh, but even with the sparseness of it the last couple of days, I thought, yeah, Rockies fans showed out. They really showed out these last couple of days. And you should be proud of yourselves if you if you came out for the team and you, I know a lot of you, it wasn't easy. You had to make that distinction, that difference of, I don't want to support what's going on up in the front office or, or, or what I feel like the owner is doing right now. But I do want to support the players. I'm going to support Larry Walker on Walker Day. I'm going to support Trevor Story on Trevor Story Day. I know we had a lot of people, a lot of DMVR people that came out. I met up with some of you out at the ballpark. And, like, that's what sports are about. Man, that's that's really what it all comes down to is appreciating, as our friend Drew Goodman would say, the people in the arena and Trevor's been in the arena for you for seven years and you appreciate it. And if he goes into the arena with somebody else in the future, I see ninety nine point nine percent of you out there going best of luck, Trev, go get him. It's a special relationship, and I and I think it'll even go down as as a tighter one with the Nolan stuff. I know most Rockies fans see it Nolan's way, and we're like, whatever. But there was that tinge it's of muddy. he didn't want to be here anymore. It's a
0: little muddy. It's a
1: little it's muddier. It's hard. It's not and, natural.
0: Trevor yeah. Story's a free agent into the, the year. It's natural.
1: Yeah, it's natural. He's he's gonna go out and get paid and get to play for a competitor unless he goes to Texas. (laughs) Love you. Love you, Trev. And I hope it works out for you. And everyone does. And that's the other thing I will say this. And this is the last I'll say about comparing those two situations today. And it's just a personality thing. Just having been around the two still relatively young. I'll call them young people. I'm (laughs) about to turn 35 here soon. And I'm going, you know, whatever issues Trevor may have had throughout the years, he mostly kept them to himself really the first time he ever made hay of anything was at the trade deadline and it was one text he sent out that's like "Ooh, i really thought i was gonna get traded and that was it trevor was what everyone wants their favorite ball player to be in a good mood shows up to work every day nothing negative to say about anybody and that's how he went about his business here and uh, you know they're there were some bridges burned by some other former superstars around here. Trevor Story has burned zero bridges with anybody ever, and you've got to appreciate the way he goes about his business.
0: Nope. If There's going to be people... There's, there's going to be that 0.1% that you say, oh, you signed this contract with so-and-so, regardless of whether they're a contender or not, and you just go, hey, good riddance. You wanted to go get paid. Yeah. You're selfish. Look, this is the business. This is just kind of how it goes. It is what it is. This is just... This is just how it goes, bottom line, right? And so, yeah, the other situation, obviously, with the cousin, very murky. It's muddy, a little bit nasty, right? You know, you, you may be on one side or the other. I think we can agree it was muddy, yeah. right? We, we know that. But with Trevor, that that's not the case. And, yeah, hats off to the fans, you know, who are, who are there. There you go. There it is. Tip of the cap to you guys out you there. Did it. The Nationals reporters were, you know, kind of mind-boggled a little bit with the Idea that, you know, 20,000 on on weeknights at Coors Field to see two of the worst teams in the National League, certainly the worst team since the second half in the Nationals, right? And then you've got the Oakland Athletics who are in a hunt against the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> right. They can't even draw 10,000. They can't even draw half of what the Rockies get on a weeknight. They can't do that on the weekends. Yeah, That tells you all you need to know about who has great fans. Yeah. and And, you know, again— whether you want to be comparing yourself to the Oakland Athletics or not is a completely separate thing, but those people that were there and stuck around, they were on their feet clapping for Trevor they, they watched his every movement, yeah. every moment that he was out there coming into the dugout after giving his respects to the grounds crew they were, they were on top of him they, they recognized that this is their guy, this could be his last moment Yeah. enjoy it. Thank so- you Trevor, thank you for everything you've done
1: we salute you. And, and they did full on. So we gave Trevor the draft king of the game, which means I'm going to toast my Breck brew, and I do have my Hot Peak IPA down here at the DNVR bar, to Rockies fans. Y'all did it. Y'all had a hell of a season, straight up. And I know some people wanted to turn it into a negative thing that the Rockies were seventh in attendance this year. Look, <laughs> boycott was never going to work. Rockies fans came out. It's okay if the Rockies are your favorite thing and you just like going to the Rockies. It's okay. It's more than okay. It's toasting of the Breck broom worthy. Because actually, it just means the team's going to have more money to spend on the roster next year. That's all it means. More money at the gate always equates to more money being spent on the roster. So good on you for that. Good on you for drinking your Breck brews. Good on you for drinking your Breck seltzes, because those are probably better for you. I haven't checked the back of the can. I don't usually read the back of the can. I'm more of a, I'm a front of the can kind of guy, but appreciate that Breck offers those seltzers for those of you who uh, enjoy that. uh, I've gotten into it, especially the peach and apple flavors that they've got. They've got some berry and, and mountain berry. I think I like the mountain berry a little bit better than the black cherry, but they're all really, really good. You can get a 15 can sampler at your local King Supers down at the liquor store and of course the bigger one like I've got here down at the DNVR bar if you're a member of the family. Subscribe today at the DNVR.com you'll get access to all the written content discounts on hats and shirts, access to our Discord channel. It's just a private chat room where we're there online talking all the time 24-7 even in the offseason especially in the offseason about the Rockies, who they should go out and target in free agency, who can they trade who can they trade for, all those kinds of fun things. We'll be talking postseason we'll be watching all the postseason games we want to chat along with all of you for all of that you better believe we're going to be popping off in there during uh dodgers cardinals wild the card dirt. game we're gonna be I dishing mean, the dirt yeah it, talking trash talking oh, yeah. smack throwing down getting the rumors out there who's going where Plus, what we heard there's phenomenal schadenfreude opportunities for petty rockies fans in that nl wild card game either if those, uh, those of you that are a little frustrated with Nolan, either he loses in the wild card game again, so you can kind of go, oh, is it that much different? It, it is, but you can say that. Or the Dodgers lose, and I don't have to explain to anybody here why that's hilarious. Either Tony Walters Dodgers or Nolan Arenado's Cardinals. <laughs> that's how they will be introduced, I think, in the advertisements. I think so. I think yeah. we can
0: sell that. I think, I think we can get a lot of clicks on our articles. Tune in, wild way. card
1: game. TBS. Nolan Arenado and the St. Louis Cardinals take on Tony Walters and the Los Angeles Dodgers.
0: There has to be an asterisk next to Tony Walters since he's not on the 40-man roster. But he's in Oklahoma City just waiting for Will Smith or Austin Barnes to get hurt. He could be called up at any moment. I mean, Jeff Mathis also probably ahead of him in the death chart. So he might be about the fourth or fifth best catch of the Dodgers have. But that's besides the point. It's Tony Walter's Los Angeles Dodgers.
1: Oh, absolutely loving it. Uh, So the perfect pairing, by the way, for my Breck brew. Well, I'm not pairing it right now. But I'm going to get home. I'm going to warm myself up. i got the tots. And here in the bar, we got the Wagyu Beef Burgers Ooh. from Hassle Cattle Company. When I get home, I got Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu Beef uh, Bacon. I got ground beef. We got ground chuck. We got some steaks in there. I think we still got a couple of steaks. I don't know. Might have to get on there and make another order. If I'm out of steaks, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll head to HassleCattleCompany.com. Mm-hmm. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. I'll put in promo code DNVR10 and I'll save 10% off. But that's only after I've selected my delicious non-hormone infused and antibiotic and all that garbage Wagyu beef. Delicious stuff. I'll put in DNVR10. I'll get 10% off. I will order over 200 bucks. because then I what's going to Free shipping. They will send it straight to my house. Good deal. And then I'll have beef. i don't know if you needed a better end to that story but if you do then you're not we're not playing in the same league (laughs) so drew if you're you're
0: writing the copy for this it would be beef it's what i eat for every meal
1: it's what i eat for most of my meals and it's all provided by hassle cattle Company. it's what's for breakfast lunch and dinner um so we got our guy from PHNX in the comments, Jesse Friedman, talking a little trash sweep in Arizona. We'll see about that. Now, wait a minute, Isn't, aren't y'all trying to take? Where where are they at in terms of tankathon? Don't tank they want season. that first pick? Are they it's... still, or do the Orioles have it? Is that up in the air? I haven't checked the reverse standings in a minute. Uh, we'll check I think on the
0: that. Orioles have won two out of three against the Red Ooh, Sox. Ooh, they're hot. Which is kind of strange. But their socks
1: are in a bad Teaser,
0: <laughs> we might just have to talk with them one-on-one tomorrow. We Derek just have and to do Jesse, that. the boys over at PHNX, and have our first over little crossover episode to figure out what's going on there and see if Buddy is going to get number 1,000 or if he's going to have to wait
1: of whole off season,
0: kind of like in the Hank Aaron fashion, where he had to wait to to go ahead and, and pass Babe Ruth. I think those those that analogy works. Those, it's the exact same. thing. Those two thing. records are it's are quite similar.
1: Basically the same. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it adds up.
0: Okay. Peter Lambert.
1: Uh, I was going to say a few he's, other he's things. He's the next from guy. Uh, sure. Uh, what do we do? Okay, so two starts and Peter Lambert's been okay. What are we supposed to do with that, Patrick? Thanks for asking.
0: <laughs> Nothing.
1: Okay. It. It takes over a year for a guy
0: yeah. on Tommy John surgery to really come back and get a feel for his pitches. Fastball comes back first, off-speed pitches. It can take a while. I don't even think until you know next summer, maybe August, I've said already, that that might be the, the first indicator of what you have in Peter Lambert, how his recovery has gone. It might not even be until all of next year. It might really be until right. the 2023 season that you say, all right, Peter Lambert, Who are you as a pitcher? Hopefully you get those glimpses next year.
1: It'd be nice, but you can't count on
0: it, right? No, you can't count on it. And, again, he throws 58 pitches today as opposed to the 65 he had uh, last Friday against the Giants. Was probably set to throw about 65 to 75, but a long first inning where he gave up those three runs. So that was a bit rough. And, again, a lot of soft-hit balls. He did give up a, a leadoff double to Lane Thomas. Uh, I think there was another decent and well-hit ball, but for the most part, you know, wasn't that bad of a first inning. And, you know, he pitched well against, as did the bullpen pitch well today against, as As did the entire pitching staff this entire weekend pitch well against Mr. Childish Bambino. Juan Soto. Childish Bambino. I love that. Kale, do we like that nickname, Childish Bambino? (laughs) <laughs> all right.
1: He's, uh, thumbs up from Kale. Sore throat, He's, apparently. Uh, he did
0: give us a thumbs up. We can improve that. But I love yeah, it. He went. He was, I was uh, 2 for 12 at one point. I was shocked. His batting average dropped about four points in the process into do a double play. Did it have a walk and in his it's last batch not like he he two ran walks. into
1: the Rockies' best pitching, even. You know, like he had some. I, I was he a little slumped. bit surprised. He, he slumped. No extra base hits. He had no. all singles. He just looked. He still, okay. I will say, he does take a hell of an at bat. He goes up there and really doesn't give an inch on that strike zone, and you can see why the guy had an on base percentage of like 500 there for a minute. If they were still
0: playing out there, and I'm sure the baseball gods wanted it to happen, <laughs> um, you know, I, I still would have loved to have, have seen him at the plate. His arm is not great. Uh, I guess I guess no. he has an average arm, yeah. but there was a there was a, a sack fly that his throw came in did he must have taken something off it did not, not look impressive close. at all made a yeah. nice play up against the wall came away limping a little bit you go oh lord not this, this
1: weird game don't do this is gonna to get one of the games here yeah don't do this but it
0: i feel like we're missing a couple other weird things well, that happened there were a well a few, couple people shouting expletives at the owner there,
1: there, there were some expletives shouting at the twice arena. two different times um, there yeah that yeah that was definitely a thing either that or they wanted the silo green
0: song forget you i think they maybe wanted that, the radio that version been, that could have been it maybe that was what it was uh, although they they didn't shout the
1: radio version something of that you. a couple of weird things uh or a weird thing that happened a couple of times in the last few days ramal Tapia hit the ball in the air that was weird what <laughs> did you see that um yeah, look at over under was May 2022. L- look, man, he got to so do that. He more. got it. He, gotta, he got it. I I know I'm the grand Tapia defender of all of them. Though when he's in a slump, I'll send you all to McTapia. When he's doing great, I I try to take it away from him. We try to share the glory. But when he's in a slump, I send you McTapia's way on Twitter. No, he got to do that more. Look, he can't hit the ball on the ground 68 percent of the time. I'm you all understand I'm for the approach, but it can't be that extreme. It was nice to see him in these last couple of days. Remember, hitting the ball into the gap should be your goal. I don't want him trying to hit the ball over the wall because he doesn't have, occasionally, sure, only off of elite pitchers, as we know. Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom, Walker Buehler, go ahead. But hit the ball in the gap, dude. We saw we, we saw Tuesday night. Yeah. Pinch hit triple. Yeah.
0: Fourth pinch hit triple of the season. <laughs> How about that? For the Rockies, Hilliard, Hampson. A fourth guy that Joe? escapes no. me. Might have been. But uh, it's actually the third time they've had four pinch-it triples. Totally random. Yes, I know. But Tapia got the ball in the he air. Did. Helmet came off immediately. Beautiful locks there. just flowing in the breeze. You can't beat it. The most electrifying play in baseball when it's done by a guy of Ryan Maltapia's ability. Especially when it's ability. a dude like that. Yeah, that was that was absolutely perfect. So yeah. he, he, he's getting in the groove. He's kind of finding it. Losing some playing time. Thomas Harding even going out and saying, is he a trade candidate? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of guys that, again, if the right offer comes along, maybe you do it. He's not making a ton of money. There's a suggestion that, hey, in arbitration, he's going to get more expensive. But if you're going to go out and spend $25 million in free agency, I mean, maybe you're just pinching pennies on that. I, I don't really know.
1: I mean, I don't, you, know. that's not, I don't think that's the reason you trade. it. If you trade, look, here's the thing. You don't need all four of Tapia, Sam Hilliard, Garrett Hampson, and Jonathan Daza. You no. don't need all four of those guys, and you certainly don't need all four of them. You can't have all four of them on a major league roster that's contending. Everyone knows where my preferences lie here. I would like to see Tapia stay on the team. I think Hilliard's got the highest ceiling, and I think Hampson's the most valuable as a utility guy. I think if you can trade any of the four of them for a reliever that helps you, you should, though. You should be able to. I'm... And it all depends on, as as Buddy said in in a press conference the other day, you know, it always takes two to tango. you got to find that right partner. The idea that he's worth that isn't necessarily the same as there's someone out there willing to give you that to get him. And I'm starting to get, and we saw it again today, with really the hit that put the Rockies back in front for the remainder of the game. Another potential candidate who was never going to win draft king of the game, Sam Hilliard. Might be the guy out of that group that I go, you know, maybe just hold on to him just in case. Because it's getting more interesting, even as a guy who was a proponent. Man, I came into the year going, look at Sam Hilliard, look at the ceiling, look at all the stuff. Then he couldn't, he struck it 40% of the time for the first couple of months, got sent back down to the minors. And I went, we may never see Sam Hilliard again. Well, we have. And since being called back up, he's been that dude. That exact guy, I called him the poor man's Joey Gallo, that's exactly what he's been since he got called back up. He strikes out a lot. Joey Shallow? Take it.
0: Nah, nah. A, that, that sounds insulting a little I mean, bit.
1: Luckily, Slam <laughs> Hilliard already has a phenomenal nickname for whenever he gets into one. Today, though, a little single back up the middle. Now, he still hit it at like 110 miles an hour because when he lines it up, he lines it up. But those singles, those little things you see in his game, and I go, you know what? Hilliard might be the guy, so... You're hearing this from me now. We're not even into the offseason. I'll cry one single tier if Ryan is traded off the team. But if it's for a, a pitcher that really helps them, it won't be the worst thing in the world. I'd like for him, I do believe that he's got more to give than most people. But you don't, not only do you not need all four of those outfielders on your team, you can't have them all on your team. They got to go out and sign outfielders, which leaves even less roster space for them. So if, tapia's got value and someone wants him he'll go and win a batting title for that team watch him do it but still you need pitching and and so you live with that but it's nice to see these are the guys that are playing well at the end of the season it gives the rockies leverage to say we like you we're going to hang on to you or we are going to move you for something we need a little bit more
0: yeah, and, you know, the the reliever coming back may have some questions around them. Ramel Tappi has some questions around them, sure. right? But that acquiring team is going to say, we feel strongly that we can make certain tweaks to get more out of this guy. Rockies are going to say the same thing. And you know what? They were right when they traded Jeff Hoffman to acquire Robert Stevenson. Stevenson. Yep, That worked out pretty well where you go, hey, there's some potential here, but uh, I don't know. He's got some flaws. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you make trades like that, because those guys have those flaws and so hilliard been really good over his last 15 games 292 average two homers nine rbi 17 strikeouts is that thing where you're gonna almost live or die with him but in today's game that's that's going to happen if you're willing to suck it up and put him out there maybe that's okay you you almost have to really fortify Those other eight spots in the lineup, nine really, if the universal DH comes, where if you can really bring in a big bat in a corner outfield, really bring in, I mean, is Rodgers the shortstop? So you got to... It's going to be hard. There's a but lot of moving pieces, yeah, for there sure. Is. Yeah, yeah. And it could be Hilliard as the one where you, maybe you get back a little bit more, even though you may want him. You got to look at the bigger picture. It, so
1: it all depends on who's on the other we'll side say, of that phone. It, it, it really But I've been does. enjoying but watching Sam Hilliard play. Hilliard's it's been, been fantastic. A lot he's getting opportunities, fun, and yeah, and he's got some skills in there that we really still haven't seen play out that much. Stole a base. Was that today? Yeah. Um, His defense, We, you and I know the kind of he's guy. I don't think he's Very really good. shown that it off at the Major has not been lever. shown yeah. off,
0: I think, at all. I think, uh, was it last year? Yeah. No, I think you know, he didn't get as much playing time in, in 2020. No, not in 2019. In, in 2019, he was able to flash it in that final month a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. But he has got a cannon on him, so... Uh, I think that's the scouting report, so no one... He just hasn't... Yeah, it's a matter guys, of luck, uh, too. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. How many Someone's guys good. go first to third? Right. Charlie uh, cut down a guy doing that during this series. We, we saw even, I think, in the Giants series, right. you know, they got somebody coming in the back door tagging up with, with Trevor Story there on that that 9-6 put-out. So uh, Yeah, this was a weird way to to end this season in this yeah. capacity. Uh, I, I, at home, there's still three more games, but
1: yeah, pretty even wild. Todd here in the comments talking about Mac. Yeah, that was it was wild to see because McMahon's had a, tr- a truly bizarre season. I gotta say, as somebody we we came into this year thinking, okay, this is the year that Ryan McMahon fully blooms into that star hitter. We thought he could be. He's not, the next not, one, not the superstar, but a guy who's gonna hit two seventy, thirty homers, you know, and and flirt with that hundred RBI. Like he's really gonna be that dude and instead what he did he was he got off hot with the bat and we thought oh here we go he's going to be that dude he hit like eight home runs in the first 3 weeks of the season and then since then he's been the best defender in baseball at two different spots he just has and and it's been and i thought he was going to be a really good defender no one thought he was going to be this nobody thought he was going to be this but then the power went away he's actually remained if you look throughout the season his on base has been pretty good and pretty consistent month to month. He's he's working his at-bats the same, but the power has come and gone and come and gone. And over the last little while, it just hadn't been there. And he comes out and hits a three-run home run that really shifts the dynamic of this game today. And you go, and it's out to left field where it's much harder for left-handed hitters to go out oppo at Coors Field is very difficult. And we know he's got the pop to do it, did again today. And you go... What is it going what is the thing? Cause we all see it. Anyone with a baseball mind and baseball eyes looks at Ryan McMahon and goes, Where what's the missing piece? You should be a superstar. And he's very close and in some ways is. Like we said, defensively, these other things, but he's gonna end with what, twenty four homers? Yeah, and it's just like I don't I don't know, man, but I still think it's in there. I still think it's possible, but Weird year for everybody.
0: Yeah, his twenty third today. Big three run homer to, to flip the lead. That was uh that was big. You know, he's been coming up in a lot of big spots, it seems like, in the past week, not really, you know, coming through for whatever reason. you know, buddy's talked about just the adjustment that, you know, major league pitchers make to him. And you would think by now he's been in the bigs for a while. You know, twenty nineteen was his first full season in the majors but not his full not a full 162 game major league season right it was just is right. <laughs> kind of a full year of play if you will 2020 kind of derailed that so you know are those excuses Partially. I, I think partially they may be, you know. Uh, I think his swing is still just a little too loopy at times. He worked on it so much this offseason. I think he figured it out, had it figured out in the first part, and then maybe got exposed a little bit, you know. I think line of protection has been a thing. You know, Brendan Rodgers certainly benefited from it. And, again, these are good things. that You start, give me line of protection, see what your best is. That builds that, that confidence and it builds that ability and right. say, look, you're doing it we still got to make a few more adjustments to get to that next level. Can you do it without the line of protection? Or where you are the guy now no, that's you going to, be to protect protection, yeah. someone else. Yeah. You know, even in 2018, where McMahon came up and it seemed like he got a hit, a big hit coming off the bench every night in his few starts. Even if he was a pinch hitting for the pitcher in the ninth spot, Charlie was right behind him. Right. So the pitchers had something to fear, and he didn't really have that line of protection batting in the middle to lower middle parts, you know, until Elias Diaz, you know, started getting hotter then Diaz would hit in front of McMahon a little bit. So there's always someone behind McMahon that the pitcher can kind of wait for a little bit. Right. Right. And then so they're throwing a lot didn't get those a nonsense.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, and so and, that's hard. And that's, and, and again, he's got to learn, he's got to learn to deal with that. 24 he, homers. If you right.
0: can hit another one in Arizona, you know, 85 to 90 RBI. That's still really solid.
1: Yeah. It's we not just like want him to unlock year. that yeah. 3,100. That's right. That's right. And, and I, like I said, I still think it's in there, but, and look, no one's going to work harder in the off season to get there than, than Ryan McMahon. So you've got to remember that human element of it. And we'll, we'll keep watching him. I agree with the, uh, the loopy swing has always been an issue. Um, I think he fell into some bad habits. I think he would tell you he fell back into some bad habits uh, during some of those stretches when he wasn't hitting the ball for power, and and we'll see, you know. But
0: give me an, and I don't hate it on this one. Okay. we'll see where it lands on the
1: yeah.
0: I don't hate it meter. Yeah, you make the right moves, and again, we don't know what they are, so I'm I'm trying to tell you that they're really good. Okay,
1: so yeah, I'm I'm but theorizing good. They're moves bringing in, my
0: head. in two really quality players, probably in free agency. Okay. And because of the depth with Elahiris Montero and Colton Welco at third base, mm. and with only two years left remaining before he hits free agency, maybe you trade Ryan
1: McMahon. Yeah so the, uh, where, the reason where, where is it on
0: the i don't hate it meter
1: it's it's pretty i you hate it i just kind of hate it well so the reason the, the reason why i hate it is because ryan mcmahon doesn't just play third base he plays third base and second base and oh yeah oh he can also play first base is you he understand?
0: going to play second base with rogers there
1: don't care i Probably mean not it, it, first but, okay. of all i mean Again, it's, it's less about is he playing third base right now or is he playing second base right now or is he playing first base right, right it's now? Less the about the that. point is, I know that he can. I know that I can get not just plus defense out of Ryan McMahon, superstar defense out of Ryan McMahon at three different in, infield positions and at least this bat. I don't think, you know, this is the bat that I think you're, you're getting. This is what he was kind of as a rookie as we talked about in... 18, 19, I got to go back, 19, when he hit the 24 home runs before, right? So he's a league average bat, kind of at worst, that plays up a little bit because there's some nice pop in there, and a superstar defender, and didn't cost you anything right now. Now, there, no one's untouchable on this team. If somebody offers me, I, but see, I don't know what, because the Rockies need guys who can hit, who could potentially blossom into that next thing. If they're going to compete next year, they're going to need a couple of those Oh my gosh, this guy was great and he wasn't before stories. Whether it's Rogers takes the next step, McMahon, you need a couple of those possibilities. So that's why I, I would be, he would be on the lowest end of the list of guys I would consider trading. But
0: not untradeable. No. is which, which, no one untradeable. Which is kind of the response, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah.
1: We, we don't know.
0: It, it's all hypothetical. You say, uh, you can bring in two to three guys, summon free agency, summon a trade of McMahon. So you we were saying two and a half to three guys how vague is this right uh-huh, or uh-huh. one guy you're bringing in free agency because you've got some money and ryan mcmahon you go well three guys would be better than one and ryan mcmahon
1: if it's no always, one's untouchable yeah, it, yeah that's okay. right that's right yeah no, no well uh except maybe herman marquez again if i'm trying to compete right now i'm not if, trad- right. you don't trade Harman marquez for anything so then you don't hate it i don't like it yeah <laughs> don't like it ah, don't really like it. Uh, again you know so forth. Uh, but it, the only thing in the in the past cuz i think back to in previous years i would have i would have said this to you i would have said well if you can get a great starting pitcher for a player like that you have to do it as the rockies but they're for the first time in their history not in that position anymore they don't need to trade a star or a potential star position player for starting pitching so, Ryan McMahon feels like he would be an overpay for it. That's why we talk about, you know, Tapia Hilliard, you're trying to get relievers and stuff out of that. makes more sense to me. But I, it, like you said, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces, and no position players should be completely untouchable.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. It should all be on the table. Uh, I don't know what kind of a trade you're going to make where if if you give up Hermen Marquez, you're making the team better because. Wouldn't the other You're team? You're not in the immediate. Yeah, would, wouldn't, isn't yeah. the other team looking to improve their club and yet they're going to trade away major league talent? Yeah, That's It's probably not even yeah. going to happen. So right. it, it's all up for grabs. Hey, Daniel Bard. Two hey. inning save today?
1: <laughs> sure. That's pretty cool. That was neat. I guess. Uh, hey, yeah. I mean,. Sure. And, and, and in long, we'll see how it goes in Arizona. But the bullpen really did finish the season on a high note here. And it's kind really of wild. Good. Of all the things, I did not expect this to come They around. made me feel better yeah. with my
0: preseason prediction yeah. about the bullpen kind of being sneaky good. And it, it took them a while. But since <laughs> the second half, months. they've been really solid. Yeah. Lucas Gilbreth is, went from a starting pitcher in an in, in A ball to a big leaguer in essentially a season. He's been great. Sheffield's been fantastic. Chasin picked him up off the scrap heap and uh, when he throws strikes at least he's been really good uh but he got him got him out right away once he walked that first batter on four pitches yeah said no thanks (laughs) let's bring in gilbreth one two three inning for him gets out of that jam so uh yeah bullpen and then robert stevenson too just it's been it's been uh really impressive they've got some some good pieces to work with Going into next year, probably better than last year, I would say. Yeah, a lot better than last. Oh, year. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. The 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 bullpen is it's surprising how much different uh, that it looks. So, uh, really, <laughs> it was kind of fun to see him over these last couple of days. Just be like, oh, you guys are shut down all of a sudden. Okay, fine. Uh, Godot with some nice innings, yeah, all that stuff. Very, so, yeah. Yeah. He, two two-thirds.
0: yeah. Two, uh, two yep. and two thirds. Yeah. Two two and two thirds. Yeah. Only gave up one hit, walked two, struck out four. four. Looked really solid. He's a guy that he might have uh, saved himself a job, saved himself a spot on the 40-man roster because there's going to be some, some fat that has to get cut like there is in every offseason. And, you know, that not that singular performance saved him, but uh, he's a guy that you look and say, eh, you know what, he could be a really solid long reliever type guy, still has some options. So, you know, you could send him down in AAA and go back to being a starter there. Or you do the dance, uh, designate him for assignment Think, hopefully you can sneak him might through be able again him back for again. <laughs> the 19th time in the past two months yeah. poor guy but he looks solid so, out he,
1: there. he's looked solid for his last several outings I would say you know what else is solid more than solid I'll tell you that. It's our What's friends that? over at Solace Meds it's not solid it's solace. Yeah, it's, right down the street from where we are now actually on Colfax here they got one on Broadway they got one in Fort Collins they got one in Wheat Ridge Go online to solacemeds.com. It's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com. You can use promo code DNVR20. You'll get 20% off.